Welcome back, friends, to part two of this sermon on kingdom justice. And isn't studying God's word fun? I um, hope that you had as much fun studying as um, I did preparing that study on um, Mishpat, on God's justice. And we looked at the characteristics of God's justice, that it's right and fair and generous and calls out sin and um, is focused on the foreigner and the orphan, is merciful, um, the scope of God's justice covering every aspect of life. And that's really what it's talking about when it um, says you're going to um, give breath to its people and um, take this to the nations, the islands will put their hope in the teaching um, because God's justice is for the nationals and the foreigners. It's um, got wisdom for economics and um, country stability and sanctity of life and legal systems and business practices and the care of our family members. Um, when we act justly, we show our love for God and it brings us great joy. And God's activity in justice is that um, he secures justice for the poor and the needy. He defends the fatherless, the widow, the foreigner. Um, he's concerned about the orphan. And it has been part of God's plan, his kingdom justice, as it was um, noted. And I hope that you paid attention to that, that it was part of the very covenant of blessings and curses that he made with his people Israel as they entered the promised land. And as you looked at Matthew 25, um, when we see that, when Jesus returns, he's going to say, enter my kingdom. And he's going to um, talk about how that they fed the poor and they um, gave a cup of cold water. And they'll say, oh, when did we do that for you? And he said, whenever you did it for one of these others, you did it for me. And so um, this kingdom justice is something that God takes so seriously. And oftentimes, I think in our own um, culture here in North America, we're so individualistic. And yes, there's a um, justice that he um, has for each of us individually, but um, he's very concerned about communal systems of justice, of society, of systemic um, injustice. And it affects and um, really kind of makes us question some of our ideologies, maybe some of our um, political persuasions and um, so forth. And so if that was a challenging Bible study for you, um, as it was for me, good. Um, let's keep asking the Lord to um, help us be more kingdom minded. And so Israel was meant to be a light because of the way their systems would work and reflect God's order. And um, they had sinned, personally sinned, and they had sinned as a community, uh, worshiping idols, turning to other practices that invited evil in, and the, so they experienced chaos and exile. And yet the Lord comes and he gives this promise that he's going to um, comfort them, and he says, Behold my servant. Take notice. Um, there's a Messiah coming, and... Um, this is my servant, he says. And so there's deep relationship between the father and the son. And we see out of that loving relationship, there's this promise to uphold and to send him to um, serve, which means in the ancient Near East to be a trusted envoy or a confidential representative. And so um, Christ is going to come representing the kingdom. And most certainly he did that to take care of our problem of sin 
um, and the evil that separated us from the Lord, um, covered by the blood of Jesus, our sins are forgiven and remembered no more. Um, it also, he came to um, start to remove the effects of sin and restore God's kingdom and order in all levels of society. And so we saw this in how it challenged religious systems, um, governmental systems, um, in the order of God's justice, yes, there was healing of illness, but there was also um, reform to political structures that were oppressing. There was a call for that and advocacy for those who suffer and are oppressed. And the manner in which he did that was so tender. It says he um, would not, let's see here, a bruised reed he will not break and a smoldering wick he won't snuff out. Those are symbolic of weak, discouraged, oppressed people struggling, even on the verge of extinction. Um, when they felt broken and bruised and burned out, um, it would not be God that would step on them or toss them aside, but by his spirit, he would show this kingdom sensitivity, this merciful, benevolent justice. Um, and he disarmed, Christ disarmed his enemies with love and grace and gentleness. It says he's not going to raise his voice. It's not his character. Um, he doesn't come using force, but he comes to strengthen the weak and heal the broken as a sign of the kingdom's power. And he will not stop until his goal is achieved. He'll be a quiet, gentle servant, and he sends us out as his disciples, as the ones who follow in his footsteps, in his manner, in the character of God. And um, with the empowering of the Holy Spirit, just as Jesus had the Holy Spirit on us to serve and to love. And um, friends, this is where I just got overcome this morning as I started thinking <clears throat> about each of your faces. And I hope I can get through this without crying. And I can't mention everybody by name, but I'm just going to tell you what I was thinking about how I already see you being ambassadors of kingdom justice. Lori Carter witnessed a horrible car accident on the highway and um, stopped her car and got out. Talk about a, a bruised reed. I can imagine that the two women that were ejected from the vehicle um, and that were on the road, that she stopped to lift their heads and to pray with them until the emergency vehicles um, got there. Acts of kingdom justice. I think about the Sternbergs living in the neighborhood, building bridges, working with Bridge Street Ministries, thinking um, and prayerfully thinking about what is our neighborhood going to need next in light of what all this situation is. We look forward to those updates from Bridge Street Ministries. Think about the Sissons. And Andrew, I think about your advocacy and um, thinking about affordable housing and um Lindsay, your hospitality gifts and serving neighbors. Beth, I think about you sewing blankets and sending them to the um, immigration detention centers. And you told me that it, they use them and hang them for curtains so that there's some sense of privacy between teenage girls and teenage boys in those detention centers. Your heart for nursing and mission. I think about Ray and Beverly and other greeters and how that you um, on Sunday morning have come in and prepped or you hand out worship folders. Teo, I think about medical missions and the work that you've done there 
Kathy and others, I think about sending cards and writing words and those who write stories and blogs that are encouraging people right now. You're bringing order. You're um, representing Christ and his kingdom in the platforms that God's given you. Pastor Jaleesa and the care elders, I think about the ways you're reaching out to the vulnerable and the bruised. Carolyn, I think about all the stories you have of going out um, and sharing the gospel and street evangelism and buying people coffee and cheering up workers in the jewelry store and praying with cashiers. I think about Miriam Preston and your stories of the Fulton Street Market and visiting and inviting others, all the nurses and um, medical services people. I think about how you're praying for your patients, you're serving sacrificially, and you're bearing the presence of Christ through those who are desperately suffering right now. Brendan, I think about your deployment and kingdom justice in the arena where you're going to be, and you can pray, and you can speak up as the Lord gives you wisdom. I think about Ron and Lori and the deep caring that I've seen um, for your friends as you care for them in crisis and um, praying and helping bring order out of crisis. Dwayne, I thought about your motorcycle group and the Christian um, community that has encouraged one another and helps bring order in that way. The Gold Rush team pouring into the youth and um, really changing potentially a whole generation as you model and teach God's ways. The deacons, I thought about your benevolence and how that you give cups of cold water and you help with utilities and plumbing and heat and advocacy and advisement and trying to help with budgeting, um, economic justice. That's what we're talking about. Intercessors, I think about how you pray your kingdom come and battling in prayer on behalf of the ministry and churches in the world. Justin, I think about you using your technology gifts um, to bring order to our website and to help set up a blog at this time for communication. Luke and Laurel, I think about your mission work to Costa Rica and wanting to use your business gifts in mission um, with microeconomics. And now you're looking for where is God calling you next to show God's love and to bring kingdom order. Kevin and Mark and volunteers in the kitchen remodel and how that that was part of bringing order and bringing some brighter light into a workspace that would make it more hospitable as people come into our building. Cody and Jess, I thought about your um, ministry in Haiti and now with Campus Ministries and how you can be kingdom justice agents, not only in that way, but also within your family. Sean and Lauren, I've thought about racial reconciliation work that you've done and now with Pastor Church Relations in bringing kingdom order into strained relationships. The Essenbergs and your orphans um, work in Romania and also fostering and adoption, kingdom justice. Every parent that's had a loving act of discipline or um, every life lesson that you're teaching as you're um, teaching your family. I think about parenting prodigals and caring for aging parents. These are all matters of kingdom justice. Stephanie, I think about pouring into leaders and leading teams and replacement raising and the discipleship and the communications, bringing order and helping get God's message out and raising up people. Mark Van Poppering, Scott, Craig, Derek, others on the sound and tech 
you know, you don't necessarily think about that as um, kingdom justice work, but you're bringing order in a way that helps get the message out further on our website and in our services when we're meeting in the building. The admin elders keeping us on vision and clear policies and the treasurer helping us with budgeting. That's all order, kingdom order. Tithing and giving gifts large and small, being generous and hearing people be giddy about um, their contributions. Um, it brings joy when we're participating in kingdom economics. Marissa, Evan, Katie, others when you're prayer walking and all the adventures on street evangelism. Neil and all the healing prayer team. Kingdom justice, bringing healing, bringing deliverance. Um, I think of Vic and the countless God love letters that you've handed out and our youth using your gifts. Some of you in music, some helping in nursery or children's worship. I also know that you're um, caring and counseling your hurting friends. And I think about homeschoolers and I think about teachers right now and how the is kingdom justice when you're pouring hours into um, loving and trying to um, be dedicated to anxious students and parents. Um, thank you for the ways that you're representing Christ and his love and his benevolence at a difficult time in our country. I think about the college students and um, bringing smiling faces in the library as you were on campus and now um, figuring out ways to organize Bible studies or accountability partners. You're exploring your gifts and your interest in biology and nursing and political science, art, theology. These are kingdom justice opportunities for whatever arena that God calls you into. Loving your peers who are confused and broken and hurting and pointing them to Jesus right now. Such critical kingdom work. It's justice work. Your worship leaders and musicians using your gifts. And um, I believe God's going to bring new songs of peace and comfort and hope at this time. Making um, joyful noises to the Lord who inhabits his praise. I think of Jan and Sharon and Tony with the Kids Bible Club. The van drivers helping with transportation. And Alita and Kathleen and Don and Mary and other outside intercessors faithfully working in prayer and Pastor Dave teaching and mentoring other pastors in um, kingdom and kingdom congregations. And I think of every neighborly act that is um, you all checking in on your neighbors, offering to do grocery runs. I think about the children that are drawing pictures, they're baking cookies, they're um, writing sidewalk messages to cheer neighbors up at this time, and so many more ways that you all are in. I thought I could get through it without crying. There's so many ways that you're being used by God at this time in our nation's history. And friends, God says that when we're faithful with a little, that he'll give us more. And I believe our nation and our country and our neighborhood is going to need solutions when this is done. And I trust that as we use this time wisely that he has given us to pray and to seek his face, to humble ourselves and to seek him, I believe he's going to show us ways and give us even more pathways to advance kingdom justice in every area. And so um, I want to read this again. 
as an encouragement as we close, because this is God's word to you and to me. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and I will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. See, the former things have taken place, and new things I declare before they spring into being. I announce them to you. And I believe the Lord is announcing to us that he is going to be doing new things, just as he's always done, consistent with his character, bringing his justice and his kingdom here on earth. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for your great justice to us, your benevolent justice that while we were yet sinners, that you died for us, Christ. And so would you make us agents of your kingdom justice and that hope for the world around us in quiet ways, in humble ways. Lord, we want to walk in justice and serve you the Lord that we all love. And God's people said, Amen.